Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where every other week or so we party like it's 1999 and break out the best shotting beverage in the world. Well, at least in Mexico. Yes. Tequila. It's fun. It's a party. It's our beginner basics episode coming a long way in. It's been a long time coming. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. comes in three different exciting chewable flavors, and uh, don't drink it like you think you drink it. Yeah, and I mean, the yes, chewable is actually potentially accurate, depending on which <laughs> tequila you get, but if you're just starting out with tequila... Don't get a chewable one. No, do not. No, uh, <laughs> avoid ones that come with a worm or a scorpion yeah. or anything else in them that's been soaking up that tequila yeah well it's definitely a novelty so if you're into novelty why not yeah that's it is the strongest form of the flavor when you consume that little thing that's been soaking in there it's technically not even tequila mm, but but that point is moot, still tastes the same. And concentrated blast of flavor. Yeah. And alcohol. That worm will get you messed up. Messed up. Um, yeah, te- tequila is one of those ones that got me messed up back in the day. Uh, not on uh, as good a quality tequila as there is now. There's definitely some nasty ones out there. Oh, yeah, and I, I think the the good ones existed in, in our youth as well. We just weren't aware of them because they cost too much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as, as tends to be the case. And so part of this episode, of course, which we didn't cover off in our first tequila episode oh so very long ago, is which tequilas aren't cheap and nasty, but also aren't too expensive and are a, a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Well, the, these these things are these questions are always a bit of a struggle for me to answer because the price varies so much between here and other countries like the US. Like the uh, Espelon Tequila Blanco that we have in front of us here, that is going going to be a different price because the Australian uh, duty or tax on alcohol is so high. Mm, very true, but from a from a flavor perspective, like it's a good starting point, I feel. And in countries that don't belt you so hard on import tax and alcohols, this is going to be more affordable. Yeah, um, I I reckon this is probably on the on the the upper uh, upper end of the range for beginner tequilas, though. Because this is this is pretty nice, and uh, I think it, it. I think a lot of flavor would be wasted on someone who hasn't had it before, because there's a lot of burn, and that uh, agave flavor is so strong. 
Though the uh, the Espelon we've had previously was not this one. True. It was a different one. It's the the entire reason for choosing the Blanco is it is milder in flavor. Yes, actually, we should get into that, like the, what the the different flavors are, because there are, I suppose, technically four different types of uh, tequila. Um, what the Espelon we have in front of us, the Tequila Blanco, is also known Blanco or Blonde, also known as Silver Tequila. It is clear. It is less intense of a flavor because a lot of impurities are distilled out. Um, it's and, it's made to be a bit more subtle, and it, it tends to have flavors of citrus, pepper, agave, of course, and uh, some herbiness. Mm. And then you've got the gold tequila. Or reposado. Yep, and that's uh, stronger in flavor. Um, less, less kind on your taste buds. Yes, and it, it's normally aged. Hmm. Even, even if it's just a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, just not, not long, between two months and a year, generally. Hmm. And yeah, it tends to also have flavors of citrus, pepper, agave, a light smokiness, and vanilla. Agave, who knew? Mm, but the agave flavor, I, I feel, is more forward in... In the reposado. In the reposado. Ah, I thought it um, would have been more forward in the in the Blanco. Um, because there's less... Uh, there's a fewer number of flavors for it to get muddied. Um, but a, as we go forth, you've got the Añejo or aged tequila and that tends to be a uh, like anywhere from a, a caramel brown color to um, like almost like a, a dark rum color sometimes yeah yeah absolutely and they, I suppose it can even have a, a similar color to some whiskies mm. depending like a and you drink it like whiskey too yeah and it has flavors of toffee caramel agave again uh, pepper, some moderate smokiness, and some vanilla. Mm. There, there would definitely be more smokiness and more vanilla in those tequilas because of the nature of being aged. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, you get the best of the best, the extra anejo. Mm. That's aged in oak for at least three years. It is usually a deep amber color or you know, quite brown. Mm. And the, the darkest of the of the four, but also the most expensive. Yes, but so smooth. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and if you find a cheaper uh, añejo or extra e- e- old or extra old, um, you will definitely enjoy it a, a lot more. It's easier to shot, but that's not what it's for. Yeah, yeah. No, at at that point you can sip it, you can sit on it and enjoy it. Yeah, the same way you would uh, a rum or a, a whiskey that was you know of high quality. Yeah, because it is also of high quality. Yeah, but we're not ta- we're not here to talk about those ones today. We're here to talk about which ones to start with. Yes, hence the blanco. Mm. 
which is young and fresh and vibrant and simple in flavor. Mm. And tequila is one of those ones that I don't think we've, I don't believe we've tasted a good cheap one yet. Yeah, it no. is. It is more directly like the quality, flavor, and uh, burn is almost directly correlated to how much you pay for, how much you pay. It, it does feel that way. Though when I was selecting this, it was not that much more expensive mm. than the one that wears a hat. I, I don't want to name it. Just want to say that the one that wears a hat. Yeah. That really just pulls that hat down over your head and kicks you in the teeth. But, you know, it could like the uh like Smirnoff, the other the the other red labeled clear spirit, um it has also that has gone up in price as well. Yeah, oh yeah. And it is no longer the the cheap and nasty it used to be. That is True. It's been a while since we had... Mm. It's been a while since I've had Smirnoff, but the last time I did have it, it wasn't as bad as I remembered. Yeah, no, and I'll, I'll admit, it wasn't as bad as I remembered last time I had it either. Mm. No, I'm talking about uh, Sierra Tequila. Mm. In the, It's been a while since I've had that. Yeah. And last time I had it, it was pretty vicious. <laughs> but that, But what I'm saying is that was probably at least 10 years ago. Yes, well, and of course, you know, there's, if you're just throwing back shots of tequila at a party or something, mm. you're not going to appreciate it anyway. Go the cheap one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's tequila. It tastes like tequila. Yeah. It's got a much stronger burn to it and more, it's got a much stronger burn to it and more of a kick. But it that, kicks like a mule. That's part of the game, I guess. That's that's part yeah, of the game. Part, part of the experience. Mm. Which brings, I suppose that brings us to the uh, next thing we should talk about, which is how to make cheap tequila more palatable. Yes. And uh, that is the, I suppose, famous lick, sip, suck, or tequila slammer. Yeah. Yeah. Where you lick salt. Shot the tequila. Shot the tequila. So I really don't know why they say sip because you you don't want to sip that tequila. You just want to. It's down it's in probably one. probably called other things in other countries, but this is how this is how I know it. Yes, and admittedly, I'm I'm familiar with that phrase as well. Mm. Where you, um, you the the tradition is you put a little bit of salt on the uh, soft squishy part of your hand between your thumb and. But between the knuckle of your thumb and the knuckle knuckle of your index finger, and you get your little bit of uh, lime wedge or lemon wedge handy, <laughs> and so say the uh, salt is in my right hand, and my right hand is also holding the the wedge, the the citrus wedge, and I've got my shot in my left hand. Picture this, Mickle. Oh, I'm picturing it. <laughs> And in, uh, I suppose, in three swift motions, you lick the salt off your hand. As the salt is still in your mouth, you knock back the tequila. And once you can open your mouth again, you jam that piece of citrus wedge in there. So, 
so you don't taste it. Yeah, with the yeah the idea being that the flavors sort of balance each other out, mm. and yeah, you're still going to feel the burn from that shot, but all of the harshest stuff has been counterbalanced Most, to some extent. Mostly, yeah. The the lime or lemon wedge definitely takes the edge off a cheaper tequila. Yes, for so, sure. I mean, there, there is a far more vicious version of that where right. you. Snort the salt, <laughs> shot the tequila, <laughs> and then squirt the lime juice in your eye. I don't know anyone who's actually done that. I've seen it done once. <laughs> it wasn't anybody who I knew doing it, oh. but I've seen it done. Mm. And I don't know why you would do it. I'm, I'm assuming because... The shot of tequila is the best part of that of that combination. Oh, my eyes are feeling sore just thinking about it. Good grief. Just three three burns in one. Hmm. So on that note, shall we do the thing? Yes, let's taste this particular tequila. Well, let's do the the blurb on the back. Because there is there is a blurb on the back. The the Espelon um, the Espelon Tequila Blanco. Yep. And yes, it says on the back, handcrafted in Los Altos, the highlands region of Yalisco Espelon... Handcrafted in Los Altos, the highlands region of Yalisco Espelon reveals the essence of Mexico. No, the essence of Mexico. At its core is the spirit of the iconic rooster a symbol synonymous with Mexico's proud history. Our tequila is a tribute to the Mexican artists who inspired the world with their true portrayals of the rich, storied culture of Mexico. Hmm. Espelon takes you to where people celebrate everyday life. It pulls you into the heart of real Mexico. Hmm. Interesting. I ah. mean, it, it sounds tasty. It does. And this is supplied in Australia and New Zealand by Campari. Ooh, I nearly... I, I was about to say Bacardi. Mm. But no, Campari. This one is imported by Campari. Hmm. But it is, of course, being a tequila produced in Mexico. Must be made in Mexico. Must be a product of Mexico. Yeah. So, while Mikkel's opening it, I will actually talk about the uh, not-tequila mezcal. Yes, not to be mistaken with tequila because they are quite similar. And they're both made from the agave plant, but in slightly different ways. Hmm. Tequila is made exclusively from the blue agave plant. Right. Whereas mezcal is made from all strains of the agave plant. Ah. Yes, therein lies the difference. There you go. So mezcal does originate in Mexico. Hmm. And 70% of mezcal is made in the state of Oaxaca. But it can also be made in Durango, Guanajuato, Guerrero, San Luis Potosi, Tamaulipas, Zacatecas, Michoacan, and apparently the recently approved Puebla. There you go. So Mezcal still has to be made in Mexico. Yes. So that probably means that there is no uh, agave-based spirit made outside of Mexico, to my knowledge. 
Well, and that the plant is native to Mexico, though it can grow in other countries with a similar climate. You could Mm. grow it here. Yeah. I'm half surprised that we don't. Perhaps because Australia's biosecurity laws are next level. Yeah, probably. And I believe agave does grow wild in the deserts. Mm. They probably don't like that here. We have enough problems with the prickly pears. (laughs) Right, yeah. so... So, um, yeah, and uh, Mezcal got the Appalachian of Origin in 1994. Hmm. Appalachian to Origin. Yeah. And, obviously, tequila is tequila. Well, yes, tequila is tequila, and it also has the Appalachian to Origin for yeah. Mexico... But apparently there is some leeway in relation to that where the product can be grown and made in Mexico but bottled elsewhere. Mm. I believe scotch is the same. You can uh, distill it and age it in Scotland but bottle it in Australia. And undoubtedly if something extra were to happen to it, or go into it in that other country, because it's such a small percentage, it would still count as being what it is. Mm. Tricky. Yeah, very. So okay. now we have the the Espelon. Yes. Nickel is pouring. Mm. Good sound. Yeah, satisfying cork noise. Mm. Ooh, I like that smell. Okay, so... I guess, do we want to begin by talking about the sipped flavor profile or by slamming it back with the salt and the lime to talk about that first? I think we should sip it first because then there's still uh, tequila left over to shot. Yes, it's a good idea. Yeah. All right. So... Oh... Forgot how strong mm. they smell, but for for a tequila though, it doesn't smell vicious. It doesn't smell offensive. <laughs> it doesn't sear the nose hairs. Yeah, it, it actually. Yeah, I mean, it smells like tequila, but it doesn't smell overly of ethanol as some tequilas do. Mm. Mostly cheap tequilas, they smell like burn. Yes, and then they proceed to taste like burn. Yeah. Followed closely by agave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, let's taste it, I guess. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Not as... uh doesn't taste as vicious as it smells, this one. Yeah. Which is a... A, a, ni- a nice thing. <laughs> oh, and even from that tiny bit, there is so much warmth mm. spreading mm-hmm. out of it. But the the flavor profile, I feel as though I'm actually getting that variety of flavors that you should expect from a from a blanco. Yeah, a little bit of citrus, a lot of agave. Um, I suppose a little bit of spice. Um, a little bit of sweetness to it. 
Yeah. It's definitely sweeter than vodka. Yes. For sure. And uh, compared to a good vodka, or just compared to vodka in general, it's very... Uh, the the smell and taste are very strong. And the uh, the ethanol flavors and burned takes a back seat. Yes, though so we we are basically comparing something that has a strong smell and strong flavors with something that is literally defined by the ATF as having no color, smell or flavor. Yeah. But we all know that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is definitely a case of comparing apples to oranges. Like, they're both sweet and both fruit. Mm. But they are both used for that purpose, the, for mm. shotting. But mm. I guess the key difference is tequila isn't quite so commonly used for mixing, but that's the strong flavor yeah. that prevents it from having that versatility that vodka's got. Yeah, you and you'd find it in a lot of... You find tequila in a lot of fruity tropical cocktails. Yeah, tequila sunrise, your margarita. Yeah, and it works perfectly in them because just like with the with the wedge of lime, that little bit of citrus helps to balance some of the bitiness. Mm. You have to pair it with strong bold fruits. Otherwise that everything just gets lost. Yeah. And which is why the tequila slammer is a pinch of salt you you literally lick a pinch of salt because the flavor is so strong it will still overpower said salt. Yeah. And the cheaper you get, the uh stronger in flavor that tequila will be. Oh, absolutely. And you'll probably as with anything where you're looking at the cheaper side of it, you'll have less subtlety and nuance in the flavor profile. Yeah. Like, because this has some, we can pick out flavors to it. Like you said, it is at the top end of the cheap ones. Yeah, I but, would. Well, I would call this good drop territory, and it's. But for for beginners, as I said before, it's at probably at the very top end of what I would say would be worth the money. Yes, but I I feel as though it's it's a safe starting point. Like, if you've ever had any of the cheap tequilas yeah. and thought it's okay, but it kicks a bit too hard, then you're probably ready to take the step up to something like the Aspalon Tequila Blanco. Yeah. And if you've got money to blow, the uh, Patron tequila, the 1800 tequilas, the 1800 silver is really good for shotting. It's mm. super smooth. It's my preferred tequila over Patron. Yes, I I would think it probably is. If we're talking silver, yes, then yeah, for for me as well. Though my preferred tequila period is the the eighteen hundred Alejo, hands down. Yeah, it's but that's an that's an aged tequila that so that you, smooth, and you drink it like whiskey. You don't shot it. Oh yeah, no, God no. No, it, it's a, a different drinking experience. Yes, and I don't, I don't know if um, beginners would be able to appreciate that. No, if you've not, as with with whiskies, with 
anything. Yeah. If you haven't developed the taste, if you don't know what you're looking for, mm. you're not really going to gain anything from that experience. No. You'll just end up thinking that, okay, this is what an average tequila tastes like, and then everything else will taste like disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, you know, if you're just going to slam back shot after shot, you may as well buy stuff that's cheaper. Um, but for the love of everything that is uh, happy in the world, please stay away from cheap tequila. You heard it here first, guys. Cheap tequila sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some very cheap, very nasty tequilas. Mm. Yeah. Just like there's some very cheap, very nasty everything. Yeah. And something that I have found, I don't know if it's changed or not, but cheap gold tequila, cheap Reposado tequila is worse than cheap silver tequila. Interesting, but makes sense because the the Reposado is aged two months to a year. Mm. So to make it like, and some of them, I've seen them, they're, they're cheap enough that they're on par with yeah. a Blanco. Yep. And... If you've aged it, but it's on par price-wise with a Blanco, what have you done? Exactly. How have you produced it that cheaply? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Mikkel, I think you're procrastinating for doing a tequila slammer. I'm not a fan <laughs> of salt. Like, I normally don't do the salt or the lime. I just throw it back, no matter, no matter what well, it is. We must do it for our but, listeners. Yes, for, for our listeners. For you, dear listeners, I will do this yeah. with the salt yeah. and the lime. Oh, we've got sea salt today because that's what I have in my cupboard. <laughs> but, you know, just use whatever salt you've got on hand. Table salt, uh, Himalayan rock salt, I don't know. Yeah, a you particularly salty housemate if you've got one around. Gross. Really gross. <laughs> Doing a, a tip with putting salt on your... Uh, hand is if you lick your hand first, uh, the salt sticks to it, so it doesn't fall off everywhere. Yes, which I've I've not had salt fall off everywhere. I just it stuck to the hand I was putting it on with. Yeah, it's problematic. Hmm. All right, so I've got my lime wedge. I've got my tequila. Okay, right. are you ready for this? It is time. What do they say in Mexico? Salute? Huh. And I'm sure our uh, Mexican listeners or our uh, Latina, Latino listeners in the US, they will know exactly what to say and how much we are butchering that saying. Yes. So. So we're doing it? I can't even remember what the word, four words are anymore. Arriba, abajo, al centro... You put them through. Oh. Cheers. Poor. That's intense. I actually found the lime to be more vicious yeah. than the shot of tequila. This one, for sure. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I, I definitely hesitated when... It was time for the lime. Um, but, you know, this wasn't yeah. a cheap tequila. No, when it's been a, a cheaper tequila, 
You want the lime. You're mm. desperate for the lime. Mm-hmm. The lime is your lifeline. <laughs> it's a lifeline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been a while since I've done one of those. Um, yeah, interesting. Oh. But I, have, I definitely remember being... When I'm when I was younger, I definitely remember being glad I had the salt and lime to uh, to hide the to take the edge off that cheap tequila. Well, and if if you're ever doing tequila shots at a bar, mm. they will not be the best tequila. No, house tequila is normally on the cheaper side. Yes. Because, hmm. yeah, they know that people just power through it. Yeah. But, you know, you can still ask for the good stuff. Oh, absolutely. And just pay for it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I haven't got anything else. Well, neither have I. That we should probably bottle cap rate this Espelon Tequila Blanco. Oh. Uh, it was pretty good, actually. Um, I could... Probably do another one of those without the uh, lime and salt. Yeah, no. But so could I mean, it's a, it's a different experience mm. shotting it to sipping it. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't sip this one though. This is not a sipping tequila. No. No. It um I think it very carefully walks that line between it's it's Good enough that you can happily shot it without needing the salt and the lime, mm. but not quite in sip territory. No, no, it's there's too probably too much burn to sip that because you get a little bit of burn, or you get the same amount of burn whether you take a sip or take a shot. Yeah, it doesn't burn any more or less by doing one or the other. So having a sip means it burns like crazy and then having a shot means it burns like crazy. So you shot it. Yeah. Mm. But that um, that internal warmth is definitely... Oh, yeah. I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, when, when you <laughs> shot it, it just builds up. Yeah. 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 Um, what are we doing next week? Um, so bottle caps, though. Bottle oh, caps. bottle caps. Uh, so I reckon this is probably... Like, for the price, it's pretty good. Um, I'm going to give this an 8. A solid 8. So, we're we're rating based on price now, as well as overall. Well, I'm considering value for money yes. for this one. Admittedly, yes. In value for money, I would probably give this a 7.5. Yeah. Um, because, well, because when you're uh, new to drinking or want to give something a go... Value for money is important. Yeah, absolutely. Which reminds me that I did look up just for our friends playing at home, tried to find what this costs in non-Australia countries. Mm. And it is $25 in the US. Sounds It sounds expensive for the US. What does the um, Sierra cost? 
Oh, good question. Because that's a that's a standard that I can compare. Because this was fi- what did you say, fifty three? Um, fifty six. Fifty six. Yeah. It, this, if I was, if I had a home bar, this would be my house tequila. Oh, so Sierra tequila is about okay. About twenty dollars US. Huh. There you go. Which, interestingly enough, is roughly the same sort of price differential as it is in Australian dollars. Hmm. There you go. Um. Yeah, Sierra. I would. I would class Sierra as the tequila equivalent of Smirnoff. Smirnoff Red Label. Yeah, because in in Australia, Sierra. Costs forty six. Yeah. Okay. And it's fifty six for the Escalon. Yeah. And you know, for for me, for the difference, yeah. I'd, I'd go the extra ten. Yeah. It's not much of a difference at all. <clears throat> so yeah, point stands. I I give it eight bottle caps. Yes, and I will do what I always do and rate it half a bottle cap less than that and give it seven and a half. No, I will in fact give it seven and three quarters bottle caps. <laughs> you can do a half a bottle cap, you can do three quarters of a bottle cap. Oh my goodness. It's good. Good value for money. Yes. Get it, guys. Um, not sponsored by Campari. <laughs> no, not in, in any way. But no. Campari, if you would like to sponsor us and send us... Some things to talk about. We won't say no. Yeah. Yeah, give us ideas. If you have, if you guys have ideas of drinks you want us to talk about, if you want to get into, uh, oh, actually, what we did forget to talk about is glasses. What glasses do you use? Oh, yes. So mm. you, of course, want to use a shot glass or a shooter glass. Yeah, for tequila. Well, we we've got shooter glasses today because I, I, that's just my personal preference. I prefer even drinking shots out of the shooter glasses. They just flow down the back of my throat better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a good shape to them. They're easier to hold. Yeah, if if you've got big hands, they're it's easier to hold a shooter glass than a shot glass. Yeah, and for añejo tequila and extra añejo. Um, I, my my money's on an old fashioned glass. Yeah, I mean, really, you can with the aged ones, you can take a bit of what's that I'm looking for here. Take oh. your time. Yeah, yeah, you want to you want to take your time with it, so you can take a bit of license on what you drink it out of, and mm. treat it like any aged liquor. Yeah. Treat it like a, a whiskey or a, a sorry a scotch or a bourbon, um, or even a brandy. Yeah, um, so, I probably wouldn't recommend drinking it out of a brandy snifter, though. No, I mean anything that's designed. I mean, I wouldn't drink it out of a Glen Cairn glass either. Anything oh, no. that's designed to funnel those smells Pro- and make them bit, bigger, bad, bad call. Yeah, bad probably call. a bit much. Yes, um, but an old fashioned, um, probably. Probably about right. Or yeah, a, old old fashioned glass. You, any of your stock whiskey glasses. 
yeah. uh, are good for the... Good for the aged stuff. Yes. Yeah. So I would suggest avoiding a Collins Highball. I've never tried it. I just feel like it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Sounds like an episode, Nickel. Sounds well, like... Not a- to drink in a Collins Highball. Actually, that'd be kind of funny. Mm. But no, we should do a tequila glasses test. Tequila glasses test? Yeah. For the aged stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you liked what you heard, everyone, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Musics, Apple Musics, um, probably Amazon Music. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um... We are a good drop all about alcohol. Yes, you can also find us on the Zuckerberg platforms, Facebook and Instagram as a good drop podcast. And if you've got any comments, questions or suggestions for future episodes, or if you've got a favorite tequila you want us to know about, send us an email to a good drop at gmail.com. So be sure to tune in next time when we get even more old school than revisiting something we did in our first year and we talk about PEMS. Mm. It's one that I've seen around for a while but have never actually tasted. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the same. I've seen PEMS and I've said, oh yes, that exists. That's a thing. Yeah. It always strikes me as an old English person drink. But until next time, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.